Okay, everyone, welcome to another Weekend No Show. My name is JG. I'm here with my boy CL Smooth. How's it going? What's good, fellas? And of course, the insidious LAT. Is that the name this week? Or, or are we, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, cool? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> insidious LAT, just want to know. So you heard it here. And today, we're going to be talking about the controversy of uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. There's a, there's a black Aragorn depicted in a new trading card series. And then we're going to get into Lululemon employees who say they were fired for trying to stop shoplifters. But first, the Lord of the Rings thing, it's like I'm not that much into Lord of the Rings, but this sort of controversy seems to happen all the time. So smooth, what is going on then? Yeah, so, you know, I'm like, I'm, I watched, I've seen the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, but I'm not deep into this lore, but I just, this article came across my feed. It's, it's called Black Aragorn in Lord of the Rings Sparks Outrage, quote, hate this so much. And what this yeah. is, is um, more controversy about what they call race and gender swapping in, um, in media. So movies, you know, literature, comic books, whatever. And it's, um, you know, there's, there's this ongoing battle, right? Almost everything we talk about is an underlying theme of, you know, are you on the right? Are you on the left? And, you know, you're going woke or you're super conservative or what, whatever it is, it's all kind of tied together. So this is, this is part of this. And I guess this is some like uh, collectible card game tied to the Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, truth be told, I don't, I don't give, but you know, I don't follow none of this shit, but <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Um, so it's a card game based on J.R.R. Tolkien's, you know, book and what is it called? Magic, The Gathering. Yes. And anyway, um, you know, people are tweeting and someone tweeted, I hate this so much. And, you know, that went viral. Um, and you've got advocates on both sides, you know, arguing for and against the whole thing. And I just wanted to, to dive into the topic because it's, it's beyond the Lord of the Rings. It's, it's really the question of when you have movie or TV characters or whatever that the original author wrote as male or female or a particular race or whatever. And then, you know, newer creators take those characters and change them. You know, is that is that a betrayal of the art? Is that, you know, being more representative of our population? Does it really matter? Um, just want to get your, you know, again, you guys are artists. So, you know, I thought you guys would have an interesting perspective on this. Um, and I could jump back in with some other, other points, but um, uh, I thought it'd be something interesting to talk about. Uh, let me jump in real quick, uh, Mr. Mr. C. Well, you're not Mr. C. You're CL. Anyway, um, so I don't really. Hey, You've you been drinking already. With... You don't. You don't remember your your co-host. <laughs> the problem is I haven't started. Problem is I haven't started drinking yet. This, this dude skip a week. Go on, go on some you know quote unquote secret mission, and then he's forgotten yeah. all about it, man. Listen, man. Still didn't tell us where he was at. I got the shakes, man, because I haven't had my, I haven't had my, I haven't had my medicine, man. But as far as uh, you know, sort of changing of race and gender of uh characters, I don't have a real problem with it. I I think it's fine. It's cool. You know, I know there are purists out there who who you know who 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 want who want characters to be the vision that they envision but a lot of these characters are, are more archetypes than actual you know they're not based on real people so they're archetypes and so it doesn't really matter you know if the person portraying this archetype is black or white or fucking mexican or whatever it, i mean it is what it is you know hell the the equalizer i grew up with was a middle-aged british man and the equalizer that my nephew oh. grew up with is queen latifah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wait 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 she, she's the equalizer now yeah you, you didn't yeah. see that show no no i thought i thought doesn't denzel have a third movie oh, coming out Oh, That's yeah. a movie. Denzel also yeah. see, and Denzel is also the equalizer. I Denzel's a movie Denzel. equalizer, yeah. but Queen Latifah is the TV show equalizer. Oh, should I skip right? I didn't even think about that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the equalizer is still the equalizer, but, you know, depending on which equalizer, it might be a British, you know, middle aged British man, it might be Denzel, it might be Latifah, but it's all the equalizer. Okay, so, hey, JG. There's a lesson to be learned there. It's all the equalizer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Moral of the story. Actually, I'm I'm kind of one of those purists that 
uh, LAT was talking about, like when I read these comics, I, I, I read this stuff and I see these characters. And to me, I, I just wish they would jump off the page right onto the screen the way that they are. And just so I could see it. However, in this case, this is based on a description in a, in a story. And you can go back and forth with that all you want. Where you in the article, I saw how they were they were saying, "Hey, he's depicted as having shaggy hair," and other people are saying he's supposed to be definitely supposed to be white because they're depicted or or supposed to be fair skinned. The thing is, if if it doesn't matter to the character, then ultimately I don't care. Whereas in that article that you sent, somebody was trying to say, well, what if they changed the Black Panther? You know, then it it wouldn't be right, right? Well, the analogy doesn't hold up because the Black Panther's whole identity is in in his race. And that character was created specifically for them to have a Black character. So no, that that doesn't hold up because that's part of his race. Whereas... Oh, well, well, let me, let me, let me, let me stop you right there. And let's, let's spice this up a little bit. What if, um... What if the Black Panther was either like a white South African or or a black person, but really light skinned, you know, like yours truly? So what impact do you think that would have on the character, the story, fan base? Does it matter? Black Panther was from Wakanda, (laughs) not South Africa. (laughs) Talking about man. Okay. Okay. I mean, look, look at, look at, uh, uh, you know, those old comics and everything of the Black Panther, which again, I didn't really care that much for those comics, but everybody there, you know, there, there wasn't, um, it was a homogenous culture. It was a homogenous, it's like, you know, mostly like Sweden is a mostly homogenous culture. They're mostly, you know, I, I don't even know, maybe some people have emigrated, but they're mostly homogenous. You know, Wakanda was mostly homogenous and not only just because of uh, the you know the way they had the the country set up, they're essentially hiding themselves anyway. So there's not really going to be any white ones, any Latino ones. And yeah, let's see. Hold on a second. Well, I guess it's just personal belief. You know, all the races came from one original race, right? So you can say they're homogenous culturally, but that's not to say that there's not you know, skin color differences and things like that within that within that culture. Right. We we already know, I mean, for you know, albino is the is probably the easiest example within African societies. So I just I kind of fall I don't know, where do I fall on this? I feel like I think both sides are right. I, I don't know that it's something that we should really be fighting over. Um, both sides have points. But I was thinking about that Black Panther one and like like everything you're saying makes logical sense. But then it feels like a lot of these other critics are saying the same thing. Well, you know, this character is, you know, Nordic or whatever, you know, Eastern European or whatever. Um, why do you got Heimdall as uh, um, Idris Elba, you know? So, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think if you're going to make that argument, the argument is being made on both sides. Yeah, I still disagree on that, like especially on the Heimdall one, because these people are like, oh, these are Nordic gods. It's like, well, so if these are gods, you know, you, you can't really these people could probably be whatever they wanted. I mean, they're 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 gods. Who's to say that these these Norse mythologies got it correct? When when would they have seen Heimdall? <laughs> he was on the bridge. Mm, hey, that's that's, he, that's shaky, JG. I don't he, know no, about that, no, no, that's, that's, that's no. A, that's a shaky he, argument. No, man. no, it ain't. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't come down there and kick it. He had work to do. You know, well, Thor can you, can, and, can you, and can the you, Warriors can you, Three. Can you can you step in here and, and, and provide some 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 reason and logic? You know what? I'm not. Well, as soon as this train, you know. <laughs> goes by. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Black Panther thing. So here's the thing about Black Panther for me, is, you know, we don't know what's behind that. I mean, we know behind what's behind the mask because we know the backstory and everything. But technically, the Black Panther can be whoever because it's you know it's it's a it's a mantle. It's, it's a mantle. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, you know, I guess technically the the, the black. I mean, shit. According to Marvel Universe, you know, cinematic universe, Black Panther's, you know, is a woman now. But, you know, if the Black Panther were, you know, 
I don't know, light skin. It wouldn't matter because it's a, it's a mantle. So 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 so, so like T'Challa. So he hooked up. So let's say he hooked up with a white chick, right? And then they right. had a baby who was mulatto. And then that right. baby went and hooked up with another white person. And pretty soon that that progeny is white. And then right. they come back to Wakanda and they're like, hey, I am the of, of the lineage. I'm the of the lineage. And give me the herbs and I'll go see my ancestors. And that that is how a white person could be the Black Panther. Bam bam. That would that would just I mean, could you could you imagine that movie coming out? <laughs> that would be a dope ass movie, I think. <laughs> I mean, it, it, and he snaps the mask off and he's blonde and shit. Oh shit. <laughs> Yo, man, people would be up in arms. But that's what art's supposed to do. It's supposed to make you think about things and challenge things. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, like I would only have a real problem if we're talking about a real person, right? Like motherfuckers go back and, you know changing up who Dr. King was or Malcolm X or something like that. Like I, I would, that, that's not happening. But fictional characters, I mean, it's fiction people. Well, know? what do you think about this? What do you think about the Cleopatra and, and uh, uh, controversies? Because that's happening now, isn't it? Yeah. Is, is, like, is it Egyptians don't want to claim that African heritage, really, right? No, they, they don't want to be, they don't want to be uh, conflated with, Sub-Saharan Africa, right. Egyptian. Right. They are clearly no. We are North Africa. We don't look the same as Sub-Saharan Africa. That's what they constantly are saying. Yeah, and you you always hear that term Sub-Saharan African, meaning the dark ones. <laughs> yep. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah so so I, Netflix I is being bad. sued for blackwashing. Yeah, yeah. That Cleopatra thing. That I mean, they've done that because they've come out with several Cleopatra movies about Cleopatra, and they were all white women, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the so, day. so yeah, that's 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 weird because yeah, I I but here's the thing. Also, you know, I don't have I don't have a problem with you know Cleopatra being portrayed by a white woman because you know even though she's you know I guess she's just a historical figure. I don't know. Does Cleopatra really exist? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. But I, I I think you know we but we don't we don't know for sure what she looked like. Yes, right. Yeah. She's so right. far back in history. I, she she, yeah. she might as well almost be a fictional character because we just don't we don't know. I'm just saying, like if we if we know what someone looks like for historical you know purposes, I mean it's important to portray them correctly. But if we don't know, I mean I think you, you can take some license. You know I think I think it's a lot of it's it's, it's some racism involved in that, right? Um, where where Egyptians don't want to be associated with like you said sub-Saharan Africans, and you know there's there's a racial component to that. I I. Couldn't really care less if um, if a black actress or a white actress portrayed her, as long as the historical you know record is in doubt, you know. And I think you can say, "Hey, we think most likely she looked like this, and this is what we're striving to do." Cool, fine. We don't really know. Um, we get some definitive proof, then I think we should we should roll with that, you know, because she was a real person. Um, that's kind of where I get it. But here, here's I came across a, a, a quote of this of this brother who, who wrote an article about this. And he talked about, he was talking about the Little Mermaid thing where they have a Black actress playing the oh, Little right, Mermaid. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Um, and he said, why would you, there's so many people like taking great pride in all oh, like Little Mermaid is Black, like that's some kind of big accomplishment. He said, no, he said Black Panther was an accomplishment. You've had two major movies produced by a major movie studio that is not owned by Black people where the hero, the primary character, someone to be admired, Black Panther is a Black person, right? He said, that's an accomplishment. That's that's a step forward from where we've been historically as Black people in this country and the world. But taking The Little Mermaid, who he said is based on uh, Danish folklore, so, you know, you know um, white, Nordic, I guess uh, you'd say folklore, um, and, and and swapping that into a, to a, a person of color, wh why not choose a Black character? He said, there, he gave an example of this African character called Mam Mamiwata, Who's like a water spirit, you know, known in West Central and South African folklore, uh, similar to Ariel um, from The Little Mermaid. He said, "Why not take a character that is, you know, definitively of African folklore, you know, history, descent, race, all that stuff, and make a movie about that, and then we can celebrate that rather than taking something of a of a different culture, a different race, and trying to swap it." And I thought that was a a good point, but I want 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 to see what you guys thought about that. 
Does that make sense? What, what he, I mean, the I mean I've making? often thought that. As, as a matter of fact, I've been I've been looking at uh, in the last couple of years just African folklore mythology, and uh, I like to bring a lot of that stuff to life. So I see exactly what he's saying. But just being cynical, obviously they're they're going to, you know, Disney wants to make money, and they're they're going to they want to lessen their risk. They want to take an established property. And then kind of try to ride the diversity thing and and do that. So that that's why they're doing that. There's no right. Yeah, they're they don't care. But to to take an African folklore, they then have to put the work into building that up and getting that out there. So I, I can see why they don't do it. I've I've often thought, why do we not just bring up a lot of the other look look at uh uh did you guys ever see American Gods? Or or uh, uh, I saw a little uh, bit of it, yeah. You see, or, or or read it even, but remember he had a, a Nazi the Spider God, and there was just so much rich, you know, African, you know, folklore that he put in there of these African gods. And his second book too was uh, uh, Anansi Boys, you know, An- uh, Anansi's Sons. And I thought uh, Neil Gaiman wrote that, and it was just right. really great stuff. But you don't see a lot of that. I mean, it was kind of a brief flash in the pan and then that was gone, you know, back to, back to the uh, Nordic gods, I guess. Well, and that's why, you know, I keep beating this drum and, and, and I, I certainly, you make a great point. Like, you know, we agree with the brother who, who made the point that we should, you know, be promoting African folklore and those characters and not doing the race swapping thing. But if you can't get on TV and the movies, then, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough battle, but that's what we have to, we have to, put our focus, man. We need to get away from this, like, let us into your party. You know, white people, you're not being fair. We need to get away from that. And we need to work together, do our own things. The more we collaborate together, not to exclude people, but to promote the things that we, you know, that are part of our culture. Um, we, we, we just need more of that. You know, and that's, that's where we should be putting our energies, um, not fighting to have Ariel be black because that doesn't move the needle, man. That doesn't do anything for us, you know. In my in my opinion, you know what's interesting? I just happened to rewatch this uh, probably this yeah this weekend, um, The Wiz. Right. Oh yeah 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 yeah. What, what was interesting for me was that you know I don't know maybe my adult eyes are are are, are a little too more too critical, but that shit was whack. <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know when the last time you guys watched it, but no, just, Michael Jackson's parts, and then I'm out. The Wiz is, it's not that good. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's just, we all know the story, of course, but it's also just, just visually, it wasn't cool. And I, I see what they were trying to do. They were trying to do sort of like a hip, updated version of the classic story, you know, with black folks, but also they just didn't. Do it. I I was I was longing to see Judy Garland. <laughs> Midway through the movie, I was just like, uh, this is whack." Like, no, but I wonder. Just, LAT, that, that, that's a good point that, that you bring up, man. Because now that I think about, it, I wonder if that's the same thing though. Because not so much race swapping, but okay, we're gonna take this story from a different culture, but we're gonna remake it in a way translated for our community, right? versus taking that story and we're going to just switch up this one character and make them black or whatever. You, you know, I, I feel like it, I don't know if I'm just kind of like uh, looking for something that's not there, but I feel like that's different than yeah, making it is. Ariel you're, black. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Remember the, they were going to make the things about James Bond. It's like, oh, we, maybe we're going to have a black one. We're going to have a black one. And I yeah. thought, man, don't do that. Just make a cool black super spy in, instead of swapping out James Bond. Uh, the white James yeah. Bond. Let 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 him be white. <laughs> Jamal Jamal Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamarcus. Jamarcus. Bitch, I said I said shaking, not stirred. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen to him. He's like, first of all, I asked for Hennessy. <laughs> right. Why are you giving me a martini? <laughs> I want that brown liquor, girl. But yeah, yeah, man. I you know I don't have a problem with the. You know, with them just sort of, you know, blind casting, just because I don't know. Like I said, for a lot of these characters, especially some of this, uh, these characters that you know that that have been around forever, it's like I know the character, so it doesn't really matter what actor plays it for me. So, 
Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's the point. I don't know if, if JG made it made it initially, but it's like let's take James Bond. You just mentioned that one. Don't make James Bond. Don't choose a black actor for James Bond because oh, let's make James Bond black. Uh, okay. Uh, how is that? How is that moving the forward the, the story forward? Right. Yeah. How now, does that if you help if anything? that how does that expand, help, take it in new directions, whatever. Right. Um, now, if you say, hey, we're going to choose Idris Elba to be James Bond because he just embodies that character. He's a hell of an actor. And he, you know, all those characteristics of Bond, he just happens to be black. It's not about a black Bond. It's not about Bond being black on anything about that. It's just this great actor we think would play Bond in a, in a masterful way happens to be black. Let's run with it. I think I'm fine with that. Right. But don't choose Idris Elba just because, oh, okay, let's get on this black train. You know, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah, to me, I wish if to get him into it, I was thinking, man, they should have they should have just put him in the movie as as another double O. And then you could have spinoffs with him. Yeah. And you idea. could have have the cake and eat it, too. You know, but but um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, I think I saw something from a guy who who uh, an, an Asian guy who was writing about. I think the Martian, that movie, The Martian, mm-hmm. and there was a Asian character from the book who was written, I think, as being Asian, but but they put a white actress in instead, and he was just saying, "Now, why would you do that?" And he was like, "She was she was a minor character. Nobody was coming to the movie to see this particular white actress." And he was like, "You could have easily thrown in an Asian actress at that point." And so his whole point was like, he said, if it doesn't matter, if their race is not a part of what that character is about, just throw a person of color in there. Just Mm, throw one in there. Yeah. And and he's like, if if it's not critical to their story. And he just said he just watched the movie. He's just wondering the whole time, why did they do this? And because it didn't matter. (laughs) It just didn't matter. But someone took it upon themselves to remove that Asian character. Well, you know, interesting um, that you say that is that um, the uh, uh, not the Sorcerer Supreme. Do you know what I'm talking about the uh, the ancient one? Right, I remember that. Yeah, whole so issue she, she's that white Tilda actress. Swinton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good actress, great actress. Um, but that's originally obviously an Asian role. Same thing with the Mandarin in the, uh, was that the second or the third Iron Man. Now those Asian characters were problematic because they were written in a time where it was very, what do you call it when you like stereotypical, you know, kind of character? Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was like the the, the yellow scare time. Yeah. Yeah. But but still, stuff. you you could have had an Asian, Asian actress and just been respectful <laughs> or actor. Because uh, yeah. actually, actually, it's it's twofold, right? Because one, they, they, they got a white European actress instead of an Asian act, actress. Um, and two, it was an originally an, a male uh, character. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I. I mean, again, she, did a, she did a good job. It was just you, you can never yeah. say she she didn't knock it out of the park. I thought she was great, but at the at the same time they were like we wanted Tilda Swinton, but I wouldn't I would never see that movie for her. I mean, I think it helped the the movie to say that she was in it. Maybe it helped them get money funding or or critical acclaim or something. You know, I was. It just seemed like odd, odd decisions. But she was very candid, like, hey, can someone please, can we talk about this? Can someone please, ex- you know, explain what what the issue is? And she wanted to know why people were upset. And I, I thought that was pretty cool of her to just say, hey, I don't understand this. Yeah, again, like, I, I don't have a problem with her playing the character. I think she did a, an excellent job. Um, but then the question becomes, and I don't, again, these are fictional characters. I don't think you have to, you know, you can go in all kinds of different directions. That's, that's part of the beauty of fiction. But at the same time, just as, as I wouldn't want, I, I don't think it's, it advances the cause to just flip a character's race or gender just, just for the hell of it, right? Um, I don't think that advances the story in most cases. Um, at the same time, underrepresented peoples who do have characters in somewhat prominent roles, I, I think you need to, to think twice about removing them from the script, right? So this was a this is an Asian character in a prominent role. Now again, I understand it was written the way they the original character was written was not, you know, was could could be viewed as disrespectful. 
Um, but that can be cleaned up. So I think it's, you know, are we saying there wasn't an Asian character, an Asian actor out there, whether male or female, that could have played that role and did an excellent job? I, I think that's a missed opportunity. As, as great, I wouldn't criticize her. She did a great job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think when you have such underrepresentation and you have a character who was originally written for a different, you know, gender or ethnicity or whatever, I think, you know, you got to take an opportunity. Yeah. And, and what is she going to do? She's not going to turn it down. No, no. You can't. You know, yeah, yeah, she's not crazy. <laughs> so, no. uh, actually, did you guys see uh, Daredevil the 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 first season on Netflix? There was one episode. You talking about the original one? The the Netflix uh, first season Daredevil. No, I I, I must have not. Seen you that you see it? Well, I was g- gonna say uh, in that first season of Daredevil, they uh, in the first season of Daredevil. Ben Urich, oh yeah, the the brother who was the reporter in the right, comics, right. he was yep. white, and then they made him black in here, and it really it didn't make a lick of difference right. because you know it didn't matter if Ben Urich was black or white, and that's the kind of thing that you know again if it doesn't matter, throw a person of color in there, and and you know let someone get some shine. They they could have you know thrown a Latino actor in there too or and anybody, um I don't know what you know what uh, kind of name Yurik is is that was that German or is that Scandinavian or something? No, but um, I guess it doesn't matter that much. It just it really didn't matter to the story, right? Um, whether whether he was black or white, things like that. I guess. You know, sometimes we just get so caught up in it. And like I said, I would like to see these characters, you know, leap from the page. But if if not, so be it, man. So what what do you think about um? What do you think about uh? You remember in James Bond again? M used to be a male, obviously, back in the in the days. Um, but then it was uh Judy Dench became the yeah. new M. Yeah. What was... do you think about that? That that was great because they were specifically trying to address. The misogyny the, of the history in the history of of James Bond, mm. so it really made sense to do that and bring that up. Where she was literally telling him, "You are a relic from the Cold War," and mm. she didn't like his methods. But if, you know, eventually, this stuff was challenged. The things that Bond had done in the past, and the franchise themselves looks like they're trying to say, "Hey, we're trying to, you know, bring this into the current times." L.A.T., what you think? What did you think about that? It was, is, it, did you follow Bond? You much? know, I, I no, nah, I'm not a big Bond guy, so but I, I didn't mind Judy Dench's M at all. Uh, you know, M, M's not. <laughs> I'm sorry to Bond fans out there who who might think dif- differently, but uh, M's not a big enough character where it matters <laughs> whether they're you know male or female or black or white or whatever. It's you know, yeah, he, he or she's M not is that replaceable. big. Yeah. So anyone could be him. But, which, which but we've I, seen. Jackie Chan, yeah. Jackie Chan the, the could point, be fucking M if he wanted to. The, the, <laughs> that would be funny. The uh, the point you made, JG, though, is is a good one, man. Is because not only did so they changed it to a female character, and like you said, it's a type of character that it it shouldn't matter who's playing the role, really. Um, it can be updated with the context of the current society, uh, which is part of what they did. But the way they did it, I think, is commendable, and that's that's part of what we're talking about. Like it 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 advanced the story in a sense um, by addressing contemporary events, and they just they kind of just did it in a way that I think was was well done, just like in terms of scripting. Um, so I don't know, maybe that maybe that's an example for for people to to follow. I just I, I just hate the whole okay, let's just make Little Mermaid black now, um, just for the sake of that, you know? Yeah, because it feels like pandering. It feels yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't want to be pandered to, so it, it's something I tend to recoil from a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I think we solved that one. Yeah, we have solved another case. <laughs> we, we solved it. We cracked the case. <laughs> Listen, so, next week I will yeah. be I will be played by a very tall white woman. City is L.A.T. performed by well, Jennifer. See, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I guess I would have to uh, protest because 
Um, some of the escapades uh, the character we know as LAT has gotten up to just doesn't quite fit uh, a tall white woman. I'm not, I'm not saying she can't pull it off, but, uh, you know, might change the story a little bit. <laughs> yeah, to quote that guy from the article, oh, man, I hate this so much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let me let me move on. I want to move on from this to the, the Lululemon case. And Lululemon, for those of you who don't know, is a, a clothing store, clothing uh, manufacturer. And the situation here was that two employees were fired for trying to stop shoplifters in the store. So uh, former assistant manager Jennifer Ferguson and worker Rachel Rogers say they were canned by Lululemon corporate after they verbally confronted three masked men who were robbing the store and there's a video of this where they recorded themselves telling these people no 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 get out of here get out of here no no and i think one of them tried to step in their way and uh the the robbers with their ski masks on they were literally just grabbing the clothes off the shelves and running out and they were they came in several times and they were grabbing stuff and according to the article this had they had done this up to a dozen times previously they had been robbed that many times and these two employees confronted them, which did no good. And then they called the police afterwards. And they thought that, you know, maybe they were going to get a pat on the back or something. But it turns out that Lululemon has a zero tolerance policy related to physically engaging with perpetrators, which would put their lives and the safety of our guests and other employees at risk. So they were terminated for breaking that zero tolerance policy. And then there's there's a uh, a woman named Helen Rella, who's a head of employment law at uh, a place called Wick Oslander. And she told the magazine, she told Entrepreneur Magazine, who this article is from, this is not about whether it's the right thing to do. This is about the employees breaking the uh, the contract of their, their uh, employee handbook of what they were told they can and can't do in their in the uh, policy of confronting shoplifters. And then the company Lululemon is just saying, "Hey, we did not fire them for calling the police. We fired them for violating the zero tolerance policy." So, what do you guys think? Sounds about right. Well, first of all, respect to those thieves that they that they went old school and, and got the <laughs> ski masks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's some real old school thievery going on there oh and they said they caught the thieves too so oh, okay uh so shouts out to them but uh also you know what policy is you don't you, you don't engage and if they engage then they got fired so you know they shouldn't have did it but I th- okay I think, I, I think the non-engagement policy has a lot to do with um if someone gets hurt, particularly one of their guests, the the company can be liable, even though, right. even though the criminals did it. Yes. Because you engage with them and someone gets hurt or killed, um, that could be negligence on the part of the company and you could you could be they're they're gonna sue the million dollar companies. Right, not, correct. Not the criminals. So I yeah. think that's that's the real reason why they, they got fired. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say that I I didn't really I didn't really have a problem with with them getting fired because they they knew the policy. Yeah. Or and if they didn't know it, they should have known it because they should have have been on top of their own employee handbook and their what their situation is. But it's just I I mean the the bottom line I'm not gonna go out and step in front of some robbers for some retail place I'm working at. I just would never do yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'd be like, okay, I'll call the police later, but no, I'm not going to risk my life over, you know, whatever BS clothing they're making at Lululemon. Right. And you don't know what these people are capable of. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, they really did put people at risk. Now, I remember back when I, well, one of my first jobs was at a supermarket. And uh, I remember I was a utility clerk or a bag boy, but, um, you know, people used to steal up in Century all the time. And, you know, every once in a while, you know, some brave bag boy would try to stop people. And, you know, and on one occasion, uh, I watched this bag boy get his monkey ass kicked. 
And then, <laughs> and then he had the nerve to look at me and like, why didn't you help me? And I'm like, I'm not about to get, I'm not getting a black eye for Century Foods. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, man. yeah, it's just like, you know, I think it's, I think it's unfair to expect, you know, you know, not necessarily a kid and, you know, nowadays grown, grown folks work retail too, but yeah, you shouldn't expect your retail employees to be your, you know, anti-theft, you know, or, or cops or whatever. So. Yeah, it makes sense. It, it the, the policy makes sense, and it doesn't make sense that they put their that they risked their their they risk themselves for some damn sweatpants. So right, <laughs> yeah, man. And just look at what the work culture has done to people. Like like they're robbing the robin, and the, and this woman, she really thought, I'm going to stop this, you know, for the company. And just why? I, I mean, they, it's like if they really worried about it, they would hire security. Right. But clearly, if like to me, if the company, if management is not worried about it, if the, the company is not worried about this and they haven't hired security, then so be it. Then they're going to they're going to run out with, you know, like you said, those those sweatpants and tank tops or whatever they got. Yeah. And I, I assume their plan was to what, sell it on eBay or something or. Yeah. Or so they're going to sport sport it later on that night. <laughs> They should have sold in the truck out, out front of the store, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would have looked like our stuff. <laughs> half off. Un- Yo, half. Hey, hey, JJ, can I take this topic? Uh, same, same, same topic, but 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 a little deeper direction. Oh no, we're going left. Head left. On this one. <laughs> well, you no, it's me? it's it's on the same line of um, you know, the whole shoplifting thing. And I don't know if you guys have been seeing in the news. Obviously, it's been happening all over the country. And then, was it was it in Chicago that Walmart broke, left? Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, of yeah. all the all the, the, all the employee stealing, wasn't it? Was it was it employee well, stealing? I, I, it was, it was, I think well, it wasn't specifically employees. I think it was just more shoplifters. They said shoplifting. You're right. You're employers right. could employees could could have been involved too. But I just think you know Walmart and some of these other big box stores have really. I started to move out of places like Chicago. And so <clears throat> I saw a clip of um, a local, it must've been a politician, a brother just going on and on about the racism and the unfairness and, and all of that, um, you know, because Walmart leaving means a ton of lost jobs and, you know, people not able to get, you know, the goods they want to buy and stuff like that. I just wanted to get a sense of what, what you thought about that. Cause my initial reaction was like, I mean, we did this. I mean, it, if people weren't robbing the store, like uh, how long is the store to be there? But no, uh, I mean, it's I painful. It's painful it. because those bad apples are in there robbing and there's, there's good people in those communities that need that stuff. And, and they are the ones being deprived. And it just, it's terrible because the company, what are they supposed to do? If they're losing money, they're not going to stay somewhere where they're losing money and you can't really expect them to, yeah, it just sucks because now you're going to get people having to get on buses and and assuming that the bus lines run somewhere where they need to go and and take all their groceries and try to you know take a whole day to get all the stuff they need whereas before they could go up the street and get it. So yeah, I just I wish there was an easy solution and maybe some kind of subsidy or something to offset that. But who's gonna who's gonna provide that subsidy? The city could probably provide that subsidy. But you talking about to the employees that lost a job? No, no, to the to, no, to, to the to store the company. Because yeah, to the store, you know, only lower their taxes yeah, or something yeah. to offset the shrinkage or or uh, oh, not shrinkage but shoplifting. Yeah, because um, you know, I want to get to inside baseball on you guys, but you know, my time my time as an economic development specialist. Uh, I know for a fact that, you know, cities definitely give uh, certain businesses uh, breaks, whether it's uh, property taxes or 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 uh, or anything like that. Uh, like, yeah, because yeah, um, Amazon, uh, they got an Amazon uh, outlet here, not outlet, but a distribution center. And the city gave them such a fucking sweet deal that I don't think they pay. I don't think they're going to pay taxes for like the first five years that they were here. Amazon didn't have to that's pay. The exact, that's the exact deal that Walmart got near me 
they went into a, a, a suburb near me and they they weren't paying uh, for 10 years. Okay. Just to get them in the door, just to get them to come there. Yeah. So yes, yeah, you know, Chicago, Chicago or wherever, wherever this Walmart is threatening to leave, they can, they need to just kick them, <laughs> kick them, you know, dangle some money at them. It's like, Hey, come on now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think they already left. It's it's a done deal. Oh, shit. Oh, they dipped um, out already? Yeah. I don't know, like <clears throat> you know, Walmart and a small business is different, but back in the day I was a small business owner. And when you when you create something from the ground up with your with your sweat and tears and the couple of pennies that you got in your pocket, um that shit becomes like 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 a part of the family, like it's like a, having a child, you know what I mean? Like that's how, how strongly you feel about it. So I know it's not the same thing as these, these billion dollar companies, but I just, just I, I can feel that sense of like a business owner who, man, people coming in and robbing me and I work so hard to just, just barely get by with this thing. Um, I'd be really, really pissed off. Uh, I just think, again, man, it just, I know it's kind of, uh, beating the same drum but like it just annoys me um in this case a black politician coming out and and like dog like you you're, you're talking about racism and and hurting the community yes it, it it hurts the community and the loss of jobs and stuff like that but we need to talk about why they're leaving in the first place right yeah like obviously it's obviously it's not everyone in the community it's it's, it's a portion of the community no, hell no. But, it's, it's... but let's let's you know you're not solving the problem by putting it to rage. You're 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 doing that because it helps your political aspirations. That that that's what really annoys me. You're not trying to solve the issues, solve the problems yeah. that create the poverty or create the the mindset of okay, we need to rob to get by. And and I bet for Walmart, this was just straight up, you know, not even racist. This, this is about the color green. It, yeah. it was some accountants, some bean counters. It was probably just a cold, emotionless decision. These are the numbers. We're out. Yeah. And we're yeah. getting broke off. We're not making money. We're out. And that's that's what happened, unfortunately. Yeah, I I mean, I really feel bad for people like that because I I've I've known like when you don't have those services around you, life can get difficult. You don't have those um little niceties that other people have. And then you have to go out somewhere. Now, now, here's what's going to happen. They're going to start going out to other areas that are, that are, you know, maybe more white areas. They're going to be treated with suspicion when they show up. And they're going to have to deal with, you know, there's some areas where they, you know, they don't want you in there. They don't want you in those areas. And you can end up getting hassled. And it could, it could end up being some, like, remember, um, LAT, you remember uh, the the Southridge Mall in Milwaukee? I think didn't they change that bus line, or was or was it uh, maybe it was Brookfield Square? One of those where they changed the bus line to stop people, stop black people from coming out there. They were like, you know what? what? Last bus at one p one p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> you were a bus person. You you were getting out of there at one p.m. in the afternoon. That's the city, no, though, right? The bus. No more buses, man. No more buses. Yeah. And it was like, what? You can you can do that. I don't know if that that was like 15 years ago or something. I don't know if they changed it back, but they were like, get your asses out of here. <laughs> yeah, if you took if you took the bus down and you thought you were gonna hang out until four, four, six PM, so that, nope. Sorry, fellas. Wi-Fi slipping in and out. Hey, you know what? Get get that Jennifer character in here, man. Maybe maybe she'll do a better job. Yeah. <laughs> get, get Jennifer in here. <laughs> yeah, we'll. Hey, get Jen at in yeah, here. Jennifer has <laughs> Jennifer has better. She has better Wi-Fi than me. So hey, I think Jen, Jennifer Ferguson from Lululemon is out of work. Right, man. So we uh, call true her. that. True yeah, that. Yeah, let's let's hit her up. But but nobody's getting paid here, though. That's the thing. She'd just be donating right, her time. Right. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that, John. All right. Uh, anyway, about 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 that. Uh, I mean, we I, don't have to start robbing some shit from the weekend I, no show because yeah, no. hey, let's hit up that Lululemon. Let's hit that up, man. <laughs> let's over there. some office furniture or something, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, man, that can really happen. But I mean, to me, the bottom line on this is, is like, 
people don't don't risk your life for some corporate entity i mean come on now and, and honestly if they ran up on me and they were just stealing the stuff I mean, I'd probably start laughing, honestly. If, they just, if you saw the video, they were running in, scrambling and grabbing stuff. It looked stupid. It looked like, like a game show where, like, oh, grab all the stuff you can grab. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's not funny, but but uh, I know they were scared and stuff. Uh-huh. But, I'd offer them bag. I'm like, y'all need a bag? <laughs> oh, yeah. you're, you're getting fired anyway. You might have, hey, man, come on. Yeah, yeah like, like, hey, man, here's, here's here. you can take a couple bags, man. No, no need to <laughs> get your your newly acquired clothes dirty. But I, I wonder, I wonder what that leads to. Does that does that lead to more like um, home delivery, less less brick and mortar shopping across the board, or does it lead to a lockdown of you know more police and security and shit like that? I just think you know a lot of these uh, stores, you know, like Lululemon, you know, they're gonna have to get their, uh, uh, I don't know. What's a good store? Get their Macy's on, where they just have fucking ink block, those ink metal, those oh, ink yeah, detectors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they just have to do that. And then yeah, they forget to take them off when it. you legitimately buy the shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You go all the yeah. way back, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're not. They've made a decision to not put the money into security. That and that. Right. They do. They do not want security because you don't want to. They don't want to go in and and the security guards all over the place. Because that's not a good experience, so they've decided right. that they're just going to let the people have the stuff. Well, I get. I wonder too if the cost of security is more than the cost of the loss of items. I doubt it. I mean, if it's if you're talking about security you across know, country, you know, multi, you know, thousands of stores and stuff like that. Well, but you know, it's retail though, so they're probably security's probably getting you know minimum wage. Yeah, just like the. You know, like everybody else, and you know, and security could get them in trouble too. I guess by confronting people. That's true. That's true. And I went to a Target, and I'm not kidding, dude. This security at this Target, it was in Oakland, but you know, so maybe that's why. But dude was strapped up. Oh, word! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and I, and I was like, I was like, damn! Like who, 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 like who? Who coming up in, in Oakland Target where y'all got arms? Uh, you ain't robbing like, this you Target. Like, put, put the bath soap down, man. Yeah. Put the bath soap <laughs> exactly. down. Don't make yeah. me cap you up in there, man. Yeah. Exactly. You're not coming up into our so. Target uh, diner and exactly. robbing our Target diner. So so that was crazy. But, you know, I, th- I think the whole retail experience is there's about to be a, a real sea change in that whole thing. You know, uh, I mean can blame everything on the pandemic but you know i think the the convenience of just having shit sit, sit to your home changed the way people shop now and i think you know like lululemon i think people when they go out they want to you know the kids they all need experiences they can't just do some shit so <laughs> yeah. so you know so the shopping experience particularly you know places like lululemon they want you to you know feel like you're at some boutique you know and that it's this you know nice pleasant experience but you know shit yeah you can you can have that pleasant you know experience with you know you know, with a guy with a nine millimeter, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. standing in front that? of you. <laughs> yeah, you gonna buy that? Yeah, yeah. So I wonder why they don't do that at the uh, the Apple Store or whatever. Has anyone ever robbed one of those Apple stores? Oh, the Apple stores get robbed all. Do they the get ganked all the time? I haven't really heard much about. Yeah, them. I, yeah, I haven't really heard about it. Ah, man, you go on YouTube or whatever. And they, they, I mean, they're not smashing grass because they don't have to do any smash. Where like Rove is usually young kids will go into an Apple store and just grab shit. <laughs> wow. And run out. Damn. So, you know, all the, you know, all the, um, uh, I don't know, the display models, like they, they'll grab all the display models and, you know, if there's like iPhones up close or something because some people are dumb and they like, oh, let's put all these iPhones up up near the doors <laughs> but nah yeah the the mac the mac store the apple store smash and grabs at least here in fresno it happened like three times at the, to three different uh apple stores here in fresno maybe it's more of a california thing how, how many laptops you get man 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you, Don't you think I have better no, Wi-Fi? You, you, you still got my address right. Can you ship out some of that stuff to me? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully uh, they didn't grab that new Mac Pro because uh, that one will throw your back out trying to grab that <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you uh, yeah. laying on the ground waiting for paramedics. Yeah. So I so, once again, I, I I think we we settled that one. And yes, unfortunately, I mean, I, I, I feel 5% bad that they lost their jobs, but I just can't have that much sympathy for them because this isn't something where, I mean, if someone is like uh, stealing your car and your kid is in the car, then yeah. you must, you must confront those people <laughs> and, right. and whether, whether they have weapons or not or whatever they're doing. But if, if they're just, stealing some retail stuff that is not yours and is, it's not your job to maintain the security of the store. Especially if they told them, like in training, it was like, look, do not engage with, with shoplifters. I don't yeah. know. I'd be like, hey, man, say less. I got you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. I don't even want to engage with this job. Man. Like, you know. <laughs> so, we good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, maybe they'll learn that on their next job. I, I, I hope at the at the at the Apple Store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apple Store. There, can we get those people? Can we get the Jennifer and Rachel over here? <laughs> They'll be straight tackling people. Oh, oh, Bell. If, if you if you uh, if you turn into Jennifer, can we call you the Ivory Blade? Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the ivory blade. Is, is yeah. there an ivory blade in any kind of mythology or anything, or is it? You know, there's got to. You be. know, sometimes these these artifacts they have an opposing artifact. There must be an ivory blade somewhere. Yeah, there's got to be somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I I think we we. We've solved all, all the this, social all issues. This, all this talk of retail was <laughs> reminding me how broke I am because I won't be going <laughs> to any stores and buying anything. Yeah, I sure as hell wouldn't have been going there. But all right, for now that we're going to get out of here. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like and share and subscribe. We would really appreciate it. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at The Weekend No Show. And I'll leave the link in the description. And for all you comics fans, don't forget to check out JG's, that's me, my comics podcast called Non-Outrage Comics, which is pretty much everywhere you can get a podcast. I'll leave a link to that. But uh, with that said, let's get out of here and hit up that uh, that Lululemon. I got to get some get some stuff to sell later oh, on. And, and also leave a comment if you want us to replace LAT with a different character on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I was telling uh see uh, I was telling JG how good y'all sounded last week without me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did this I haven't I didn't I haven't listened to it yet. Does it sound good? <laughs> I was like, oh they sound real good. Maybe I need to make my presence known more. <laughs> okay, okay, so we're we're taking applications. Okay. We're taking so applications, send in, man. Send in your applications, <laughs> guys. But but until then we're gonna get out of here. We'll see you guys on the next weekend no show. Peace. Peace. <laughs>